Hello, everyone, and by everyone, I do mean you, Dr. Healy. So today on this episode of Michelle's Biomedical Issues Final Project, we're just going to be talking about economics. So I have my two good friends here, Nicole and Zach. If they're feeling it, they might jump into the conversation, but you know, you never know what's going to happen. So I think I'm going to start this one off by talking about, uh, I think it was an article that we did in class about telemedicine and the ethics of medical care at a distance uh, in the COVID-19 pandemic, which kind of affected me a lot because whenever I'd like, I want to go see my doctor, they're like, oh, we don't have any in-person openings, but we have this like 20 minute window to do a telemedicine appointment with my doctor and then it would just be like a zoom call my god we'd always have technical difficulties and it lasted like five minutes for her to tell me like nothing kind of and i still got like charged for that like i'm still i'm pretty sure i still got like it was like a 20 dollar charge for me to be like oh i have a sore throat like what do i do advil (laughs) and then yeah it was like yeah 20 bucks and she was she was just chilling i think she was at home she got to be at home and she got paid for me for a like five minute zoom call two of the minutes where her not figuring out how to turn the microphone on yeah wow. yeah so yeah you have the same did you ever have any telemedicine no, appointments no. not able to get go in really yeah. they would always be like you know what no just like telemedicine and then you would get like texted a link yeah with lessic oh, okay. i would just like yeah she would just like yeah. The office themselves would just text me a link and it'd be like 11 o'clock. I have to join this thing. And they'd always be late. It wasn't even me. Then she, yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure. so weird. Oh, yeah. It is weird. No, I just like wait in my car and call them. And then they're like, okay, yeah, we have a room ready. Really? I haven't, I have not been in the office since like May of last year. I just don't even go there. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm pretty sure they suggested it because I, my mom, well, you see, the thing is, I didn't even really want the appointments. And then, of course, my mom is like, oh, my God, you're sick. I called the doctor already. And she's like, you have an, uh, you have an appointment. And I'm like, in person? She's like, no, you just, you're just going to go on this nice little Zoom wow, call so and you're going to tell the doctor about your tummy issues. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then she paid $20 for it. But my mom's definitely the kind of person that's like, it's your health. It doesn't matter how much it costs. Yeah. Like, We'll we'll shell out a thousand dollars if it the means. Care is just not as yes. So that's what the article was kind of saying. Like with the telemedicine, like the distance, is there like are we receiving less care? Not less care, but less yeah. like well, you're paying the same sincere care. You know, mm-hmm. they're not in person. Yeah. They can't like I don't know. There's there's something nice about being in person with the doctor, seeing her there, you know, joking around with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the camera angle. Ugh, I was on my phone. It was not flattering. I'd always start out with Zoom calls, just be like, don't judge, I just woke up. Like, my hair's not it. And the telemedicine calls, you couldn't flip the camera. So it was the, um, like, it's not flipped. Like, you yeah. know on Snapchat, how you look good on Snapchat? It's because the, the image is, like, flipped. They flip it for you. But, like, on, like, camera camera, it's it's not flipped, and you're just, like... Ew. I hated looking at my picture when, Cause I did like I feel like I did like four telemedicine things It was kind of crazy Wow. Yeah huh. Yeah so telemedicine In the COVID-19 pandemic I feel like I'm definitely going to do a lot of those If cause I'm going away on co-op yeah. So definitely with telemedicine should, Like I can still see my doctor yeah. Like oh I've got a sore throat Let me just Zoom my doctor so it's she can tell nice me to take Advil students. again. Like I know we're local, but like for people that 
are far away from their doctors and they need anything right now in college, like that's probably convenient. Yeah. Yeah, I live three and a half hours away from home and I actually have had some telehealth incidences and they But were, what like issues were you actually able to resolve with just like the phone call? Uh, my phone calls were mostly for mental health, so it oh, was okay. just talking so it worked yeah. out better than physical health yeah. problems that oh, yeah. I haven't actually seen a physical doctor yeah like physical problems no but like mental health problems and then like i needed when i was getting my next plan on implant that was a telemedicine thing that i set up myself i didn't even have my mom set up that appointment for me <laughs> so proud yeah. of you <laughs> yeah yeah no i really did but but that was no that was actually useful i'd say it's it's pretty useful okay yeah, yeah. never mind tell we, we're good with telemedicine i mean sometimes it's dumb but like it's fine yeah i would say i'm like I don't really have too much of an opinion on it because I don't really experience like telehealth. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. We ran into technical difficulties with mine as well. Yeah. And she was uh, always late. Yeah. They were late because they were running behind. Yeah. They would run behind too. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine your Zoom call taking like 30 minutes about a headache or something. I would be frustrated with because like um, the last time I was at the doctor, I could hear my doctor in the other room. So I was like, oh, this is going to take a while. Like, mm. I knew. But, like, in, on Zoom, you wouldn't be able to know, like, oh, she's going to be here in, like, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, I know. Like, it's on that Zoom call, like, considering yeah. just hanging up or something. Yeah, yeah. I ended up having yeah. to call and be like, is my appointment still right now? Mm. Because oh. I wasn't getting anything. I was sitting on there for, like, 10, 15 minutes. That's so frustrating. And then, like, oh, yeah, she's just running a little bit behind. She'll be on in a moment. And it took another, like, five, ten minutes after that. Ugh, goodness. So I lost, like, almost 20 to 30 minutes off my entire appointment. They don't even... I think my telemedicine appointments don't even have, like, an end time. They're just a start time. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what they're expecting, how long it's going to take for me. Maybe they make an end time, but they don't tell me the end time. Just so that I don't feel pressured to end it at that time. Right, right. That makes sense. Yeah. So how do you think... Um, like with your job with like physical therapy when you go to on co-op do you think you'll do like telehealth oh um I feel like that's doable but honestly I'm kind of more independent I feel like I would have just like one session they'll be like here a bunch of exercises I could I'm definitely the kind of person that does that would do it on their own see that's another problem people that like go to physical therapy and only do the physical therapy when they're there I'm literally talking about my dad right now that's not gonna help them my dad schedules like two physical therapy appointments a week because he won't do it when he's not in physical therapy that's not actually helping him like the physical therapy is like guiding you but like you actually have to like put in the effort to do it when you're not there and my dad doesn't yeah i had physical therapy when i tore my acl and i um i actually did all the exercises at home to start out with but then once i got my strength back i kind Mm. of was just like yeah, I don't know if I want to do this as much. So I just dropped down to, like, the ones that seemed essential. Yeah. Then, oh, my God. The range of motion one. Because when he checks your, like, knee, how much your knee yeah. can bend and straighten, there's no faking that. You cannot fake that. When he, when they actually judge how far your knee can bend or straighten, there's no faking wow. that. You either did the exercises or you didn't. Yeah. And it was always so scary. Like... Cause my doctor was like judgmental. Like I would feel like, like if I didn't meet like the degrees he wanted, I felt like I was being judged. Like he was angry at me. So you know, it was scary. Yeah. Okay. One other topic we should definitely talk about is, um, this article or I don't remember what it was, but it was one of our assigned readings or videos from this unit. It was about 
um, a framework for rationing ventilators and critical care beds. So that was about this crazy system where they were like, so they have like a very few number of ventilators and critical care beds, and they were rating people essentially on who would get them. So it was kind of like a, yeah, they called it like a priority score. You'd get a priority score. And it was crazy, like what they had to consider. Like it's really sad they had to consider it, yeah. but they were looking at like the likelihood of survival to hospital discharge and like considering individuals who are instrumental in public health and how old you are, and you'd get a priority score based on that. Which just like sounds really bad, but if you don't have that many ventilators, yeah, they were trying to make more. There was like, like everybody that could afford it were making ventilators at a certain point in time, like manufacturers, like places that weren't supposed to make ventilators were making ventilators. Wow, that's impressive. I don't remember who told me that. Together as a community. Yeah, like like what was it like in the wartime when everyone had to make weapons? Now yeah. everyone had to make uh, ventilators. Yeah. For the healthcare pandemic. War against disease. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The other thing I wanted to talk about, just because, like, I felt this was irrelevant to economics, was the market for masks. Masks were, I don't know if you remember this, guys, but masks were really expensive. I remember when I first started working at Wegmans, like, this mask that I got was, like, $7. And I got it for Paige. It was, like, cheetah print. But it was, like, $7. And I felt, like, bad spending the money. But I was, like, it's cheetah print, and Paige loves cheetah print. (laughs) But masks are everywhere now, and by everywhere, I mean, like, outside on the ground, in the mud. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, we're they're just kind of littered with masks. Yeah, now they're cheaper. But I remember in the beginning, it'd be, like, and a pack of, like, yeah. ten and masks. Like, you gotta save it for the medical people. Yeah, like, exactly. You shouldn't take that. Like, make your own. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. And the thing with, like, making them and everything. So yeah. There's so many homemade ones. That so many. Wait, I had a homemade mask. Day. Yeah, yeah. But I was, I said this because I saw on TikTok, there was an ad. I was scrolling through, and it was, like, It starts out with this dude going like, so I had a million dollar idea. So I called up my friend and I made it happen or whatever. It is an idea for like a mask that's also a slap bracelet. And I was just like, gee, good idea, man. But like, I'm not going to pay however much money you want for a slap bracelet mask. And it kind of seems like when you're done using the mask, you don't really like, I guess it's convenient to have it on you. But like. If it's like I could, I just put mine in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. Like it's not that <laughs> much of like a like it's not gonna make that much of a difference that like people are gonna be like buying your masks. Everybody makes masks now. Like yeah, there's ma- crack. I was at Cracker Barrel and Cracker Barrel had Cracker Barrel masks. <laughs> just like everybody makes makes masks now. It's not that they're everywhere now. It's not yeah. difficult to get your hands on them. Like they're available yeah. anywhere. Anyone can wear them now because you can get them hardly anywhere. Mm-hmm. Even, like, the medical mask. Yeah, and we're, like, good at, like, carrying them now. It's yeah. just pretty natural. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, like, made a business out of masks. All those people Definitely. that were, like, making masks and all those companies from very various countries selling masks. Oh, my goodness. But, 11 um, minutes and 30 seconds. I just wanted to add that, like, the CDC allows, like, if you're fully vaccinated outside, you don't have to wear masks. Yes, yeah. So, I feel like eventually... There's We're probably going to be some controversy against, like, people who want people to keep wearing masks outside and, like, around. I don't know. It could be interesting, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, that's going to wrap up this episode. We're at the 12-minute mark. Great job, guys. See you next episode.